Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once more to After the Movie. My name is Erica, sitting across from me as always is Bob. Yo. And we are here to discuss... It's Alita Battle Angel, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. Memory serves the, the manga was Battle Angel Alita. I don't know why they switched it. It's very confusing. <laughs> well, it just meant to intentionally mess with you. Probably. You so, specifically. Yes. Oh, that's what everything everything is, to just mess with me specifically. But before we talk about trailers, before we talk about movies, we're going to we're going to make another pit stop to uh something that apparently we're just going to be we're going to be doing more of more often cuz uh it happens every time we we seem to go to the movies. Folks, welcome back to We Are Living. In a society. All right. I understand you want to go to the movies. Like, you, you want to go to the movies. You want to see what new movie is out. It's $5 Movie Tuesday. Hey. Hey, great, right? If you're going to bring your child, your small child, to a movie where androids are beating the fuck out of each other, one, don't do that. Full stop, don't. Cyborgs. Cyborgs? What did I say? Androids. Now we're going to go with Andrews. Andrews this isn't Dragon Ball. Sounds better. Sounds better. It's good. It's really good. Uh, artificial humans. Um, uh, if you must bring the, the children, which, hey, sometimes you have to. I understand. Can we maybe have them maybe not talk the entire movie? The entire length of the picture? It was really annoying. Yes, it was. And I, did, I only heard it like here and there. But when I did, I was like, it was like, can we can we shut up, please? Mm-hmm. Took all of me not to say shut up. That's really hard for me. You know this. Well, that's because you almost got uh, shanked at the theater once. That was just for sitting and trying to save someone a seat, which I never should have agreed to in the first place. No, never agree to save a seat. No, we told that story on this podcast. Get your I ass must here. Must have. I think you did. It wasn't even for somebody I knew. It was for some random guy. Oh yeah, no, no. He was getting up to go get popcorn with his kid. And he's like, can you save a seat for me? And I was like, Ugh. and he walked away. And I was like, what's my obligation I'd have ran here? away. I'd have ran. So then the lady comes up with her two kids, and I'm like, oh, these seats. And she gives me this look, and she's like, and then she sits down, because I'm just like, whatever the fuck, man. I, I don't even give a shit. And then she was muttering under her breath about how she was going to stab me. And I was like, oh, this this is enjoyable. So don't shank people at the movies, and don't bring your chatty children. <laughs> These are life lessons from the lady. Shall yes. we screech into the trailer part? Left turn. Left? It's left. We always say left. Is it a left turn? Left turn. Are all trailer parks always on the left? In my experience. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, there we go. What do you got, Bob? Uh, well... Let's start it off with Ugly Dolls. I'm uh, Yeah, for Whatever. what it is, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yep. Seemed an odd trailer to have before this movie. Well... But there were a lot of children in the theater, right. so what the fuck do I know? Well, I mean, we'll get into this when we talk about this movie, because it's definitely... The marketing is confused. I would say the, the movie, audience is The confu- movie is confused as well, but let, let's, let's continue. Um, Rocket Man... 
which is the Elton John movie yep. we saw, I believe, before Captain Marvel yep. as well. Yep. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's a that's a renter. That's not I'm not going to the theater for that. No. Um, I'm going to skip the next one because I think we're going to talk about that for a minute. Oh, was the next? Oh, OK. Yeah. 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 I got some thoughts. Uh, Dark Phoenix, which we've talked about ad nauseum. That was a different trailer, though. It was the, it was the original trailer. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm still so, like, none of this matter. I mean, nothing matters in the grand scheme anyway, but... Tell me that line isn't good, though. Which line? From Michael Fassbender. Cool, because it's from Fassbender. It's great. But that's probably the only good thing. What, what is the line? Do you, you remember it? You didn't come here for answers. You came here for permission? Yeah. It yeah it's like he's, like good at that whole acting thing he is he's unfortunately he's been in a string of kind of shit movies um because he did prometheus he was the best part of those movies though he what he's good but he's tied to this to that shit fucking albacore around my neck and i think and with you know the the x-men movies getting worse over time um, and, you know, we haven't seen Dark Phoenix, so we can't judge. But, you know. I believe he's done after that, though, isn't he? He's got to be. I well, I think everyone's I, done, yeah, yeah. you know. But I mean, I think he need he needs something. He needs something to chew on that's not a franchise. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, because he really is great and uh, he can elevate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, he was in fucking 300. He's got some of the best lines in that movie. Our arrows will blot out the sun. Then we shall fight in the shade. He's so great. You forget he's in that movie, but he's in that movie. Um, then uh, Tolkien. Eh. Which, I mean, the trailer for that movie is weird in the first place. Well, it's because they're going to try and do like... Add the fantasy elements to the 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 real life story, and I don't know. yeah, it just then um, and then there was only one more trailer. Uh, it was actually a short trailer night tonight, weekday. But um, I feel like you might have some thoughts about Hellboy, Erica. Are you suggesting that I have opinions, thoughts, and feelings on movie trailers? Maybe. Okay, just can we can we agree on something right away? Mm-hmm. That was a bad movie trailer. It was. Like, I'm not sure what they were going for, but it's not doing it for me at all. I don't know what they're do what David Harbour's doing with his voice. Um, no. that was not working. Not great. And they look like they're going for this like fun kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but no. Yeah. Like, we're going to see this. We are going to go see this, because I am genuinely curious. And mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to go in with an open mind, because those first two Hellboy movies are fucking great. Mm-hmm. The second one more so than the first one. Because the first one, you still kind of had the studio pause all over it, and then they let Guillermo go nuts with the second one. Yeah. And when you let Guillermo go nuts, you're getting a good The Golden Army movie. is... I love the Golden Army. It's great. a fantastic movie. It is. It's outstanding. It's actually on my list. I want to do it... Uh, I want to do an episode on it. Um, so, I mean, and it's been a minute. Golden Army was mid-aughts. 
Yeah, sounds about right. It's been a minute since since uh, since that. So fine, Ron Perlman's getting up there. I understand. Guillermo's moved on to other things. I also understand to an extent, but I don't. I just. I yeah. That trailer did nothing for me. No. It it just seemed like they don't know what to like. Almost like the the same thing that happened with this movie with uh, Elite uh, Battle Angel Alita is just what I'm gonna say because it's like fuck off. Um, like they didn't know what they had and they had no idea to sell it how to sell it to the audience, so they're just kind of like okay, throw like a fun song on there and show us some of the comedy bits. Quotation marks, mm-hmm. flying quotations. Because I it, I understand that it's rated R, I think. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I, I think mean, there's, that's like a a, big... there's a Red Band trailer floating around for it, so I want to say that it's rated R. And, and fine, whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested to see, because again, we are going to go see it, and I will attempt to go in with an open mind, but this that was a bad trailer. That was the first time I had seen any of the trailers for Hellboy. I've been... I, I wanted to go in pretty fresh, but wait. What I th- what I got out of that trailer is that David Harbour's going for a character very similar to how Ron Perlman portrayed him, but the environment, aside from the fucking voice, I don't get what the fuck's going on with the voice. Um, but the environment around him is very different, and. It's it yeah, just a lot not working in there for me. Yeah. Um You had Ian McShane up in that piece though. Yeah. Right. I, I will also say though that half of the fun of the Hellboy comics and like the uh Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense, right? The BPRD, BPRD. is kind of the cast of characters around Hellboy, you know? Mm-hmm. And it looks like we might be getting some of them. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see how they take it. But Guillermo's a hard act to follow. It really is, and I'm actually I'm like trying to think of a movie that it reminds me of, and I'm struggling. Well, but. I think because we haven't seen it yet. I mean, obviously, you know what's popping into my head, and I'm sure everyone who listens knows what's popping into my head too. But it's Guillermo's a very very hard act to follow, and. Yeah, I I just the hopes aren't high. It'd be nice to be surprised because that does happen sometimes. But yeah, it, the trailer did nothing for me. It just I think it sucks because you had, you know, they wouldn't reboot it if they didn't think they had a franchise. Oh right, because it's the only coming reason up. you do any of that shit. And and David Harbour is objectively good casting. Yeah, when when I heard he was cast, I oh, was, I was excited. Right. Excited. Yeah. Um, but what it's just always gonna gnaw at people who did enjoy the first two films. Like you could have had a franchise with Guillermo and had a few more movies, mm-hmm. and they would have been fucking awesome. At least they should have let him finish out what they the trilogy they appeared to be setting. Set, yeah, they should have at least got that one more. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Because well. two doesn't end on like a cliffhanger, but like Liz is pregnant, and she like 
Doesn't she kind of trade her life for his with the angel of death thing? It's been so long since I have watched that movie. Mm -hmm. We need to watch it. We'll do an episode on it. It'll be great. The end of it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Solid stuff. So shall we squeal out of the trailer park? Yep. Squealing out of the trailer park. Now, are we going left out of the trailer park or right out of the trailer park? I don't know that we've ever established which way we go out of the trailer park. I just know that we make a left turn into the trailer park. Mm. So let's talk about Battle Angel Alita. Or Alita Battle Angel, or whatever the fuck you want to call this movie. Mm-hmm. If, if can I throw a comparison out there? I am really excited to hear this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna write it on my phone what I'm thinking, and then I want to hear okay. hear what you're thinking. I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. You also could just be writing Pacific Rim on there. That's possible. It's not that, I I assure you. All right. Hit me. Daredevil. Oh, no. That's not what I had. Oh. Oh, okay. See, Speed Racer, to me, was more... I enjoyed that movie. It is dumb and bubblegummy and popcorn-y, but I love the shit out of it. I, I was thinking Daredevil because there's a cut of Daredevil that doesn't have as much of the lovey-dovey bullshit in there. And it's objectively a better movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when this ultimately comes out on Blu-ray, I would be interested to, to, to see if they have an alternate cut of the movie. because the, That's five minutes long? The lovey-dovey stuff was kind of terrible. Well, the, this whole movie was very, like you said it before, the whole movie was confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just the yeah, the love story was just so over the top. It was a bit much. And I, if memory serves, and again, it's been a long-ass time since I've read the comics, or the manga, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But Hugo is a character, in the manga, I think ultimately what happens to him ends up happening to him in the manga, and they are kind of involved, but it doesn't take, it isn't such a presence in it, and uh, Ido, uh, Christoph Waltz's character, has a little more to do, and there's a little bit more of the, of the I want to say Blitzball, but that's not what it's called. Motorball? Motorball. Yeah. yeah. That's a big part of it as well. Well, and that's what it seemed like it should have been. Well, because they set that up at the beginning as, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, what? 45 minutes. A, a couple, like, scenes with it, and it's just kind of like, okay, I mean, what you're doing is cool, but, mm, you know? And, I mean... Because you, you, got, you got a couple of... Th- so... I haven't read the manga, so I, I can't, I, I don't know. I, you remember enjoying it, right? I really dug it again, mm-hmm. though I was like 14, 15 years old. So. so you've got this, like, I mean, this is just a perfect example of batshit crazy Japanese shit. But, so you've got this really cool bounty hunter world, and you've got it intertwined with this, ridiculous sport and oh yeah it's tied to this floating city 
I mean, they're, they're, that's all stuff there that Eric is here right. for. Like, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But then you're giving me these scenes that were obviously reshoots between the two love interests, and I'm just kind of like... Well, and you... J- this is one of those frustrating movies because it sets up a lot of stuff that, like, you want to see more of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got plenty of sci-fi weirdness in here that it's like, oh, I, I am here for this. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, but it's so focused on setting up a sequel. Yeah, that's the other thing. And apparently this made a lot of money, like a lot more money than anybody thought it was going to make because mm-hmm. this movie's been getting pushed off for at least a year. Mm-hmm. We've been seeing trailers for this forever. Well, and came out in kind of the dead part of the year. Yeah, February. Um, and I don't think anybody so, thought it was going to do anything. And uh, my, what I've, what I at least seen like, what offhand comments is people really liked it um and you know i'm i'm not mad i went but it's I like was, i was entertained yeah i was just like but it, it's not a good movie it's not a good movie it's a, it's a it's a b movie is what it is yeah. it's it's yeah it's just well especially like the, the whole any of the the romantic scenes are straight b movie yeah, yeah. No one is saying dialogue in this in a convincingly sincere way. It's all very, like, especially with her. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very, like, saccharine and over the top. Yes. And I was kind of Good fine. Good vocab word. Thank you. I was kind of fine with it because the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, if it... If it if the tone of the movie itself had been more serious. It would have just been like absurd, but in a bad way. I don't know about that. Well, it, well, if you kept, no, no, no. If you kept the love, the love part the same, but because I mean, and the whole thing is kind of fucking dark. Oh, it's dark as shit. Yeah. Well, they, well what was it rated? Was it rated PG thirteen? It must have been. Because they didn't show them killing the dog. And I feel if it was R, we would have seen that dog get ganked. Well, and there was the one fuck. You had one fuck. You had one fuck. And there's no blood except for... Blue blood. There's blue blood. And then you really only see when Hugo gets stabbed. You don't see blood when that happens. It's afterward. Mm-hmm. When he's got it all over his hand. Yeah, um, and you know most of the most of the carnage you see on screen are clean cuts uh, through metal, right. so it's you know it definitely was PG. Yeah, yeah, there's no way it wasn't. But the one thing that really annoyed me was like there's a time jump at the end of the movie to a few months in the future where she's moving her way through this motorball league. And I was like, no, I, 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 I want to go to there. I want to see that. That, to me, is a lot more interesting than this, you know. Well, because it's Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. <laughs> Give me that movie. Future Gladiator me! <laughs> <laughs> Did we buy that on 4K? We definitely have that on 4K. We gotta watch that shit. That movie's so that long, too, though. Oh, but it's great. 
Smile for me now, brother. Oh, oh, it's great. Um, but no, yeah, it just it felt like there's a lot of uh, interesting ideas that didn't pan out the mm-hmm. way you would have liked them to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was almost like they were trying to go for like, you know, pretty like waif girl, you know, kind of coming into her own and rediscovering who she is. But you really only get those. She's discovering who she is through these info dumps from Christoph Waltz. Yeah. That it's kind of like, oh, okay, but it doesn't. So a few days ago, we saw a movie that deals with amnesia really well. Well, and I think that might be, yeah, lining the two up. We uh, uh, saw Captain Marvel. Uh, our episode on that dropped last week. It it uh, you've got an amnesia story done. I mean, amnesia stories. Usually, I'm kind of like, mm-hmm, okay, fine. You know, it, fine. I'm here for the plot device. Let's do this. Yes, in Captain Marvel, it was done much better. You didn't have a shoehorned-in love story. I mean, Hugo is... He isn't necessarily shoehorned-in because he is a character in the manga. It was a relationship that was in the manga, but it... it, I just don't think it should have taken such a... a a front seat to everything else. Because you're, like, focusing on the... this, this... these two doing their dumb shit, and I'm like pointing to the motorball stuff. Like, no. Wanton violence. I would like to see that, please. Because mm-hmm. that's what Robert Rodriguez does. That is why you hired him as a director. And those scenes were good. They were. Cause the I fight think scenes. You, you, they were. The fight scenes were solid for it being, you know, a CG, 100% CG, CG yeah. fuckfest. But they were had some interesting things in there, you know, and it it I do think some of the CG, especially with the faces, was a little like, mm, but it didn't bother me that much because no. it was just like whatever. No, um, Christoph Waltz with the rocket hammer was pretty great though. <laughs> well, and you see that, and it's like my mind immediately goes <laughs> to like. Some sort of cross between Bloodborne and Monster Hunter World. You know, it's very video gamey. It's well, it's see, got a lot of great. Here's the problem. A great though. environment. Here's the problem, and we've talked about this many times. It's got too many too many threads going. Yeah, you've got too much shit. You've got the Hunter Warrior stuff, which would be a movie all in and of itself. You've got the Motorball stuff, which could be a movie in and of itself. You've got the love story. There's another movie, and then you've got the her discovering who she actually is. That's you gotta. I'll give you maybe two. Well, and it's one of those where you you look at the source material, and presumably most of this is in the source material to some degree. For the most part. Um. So you've got something that is really convoluted. And you're trying to adapt it, and we all know how hard an adaptation is. Well, and here's the other thing that lets you know that they they clearly re-edited this and added more stuff. You had, like, proper names in this movie. I mean, you had Jennifer Connelly in there, who was really not fucking doing anything. You had, uh, uh, what's his, uh, Mart, I can't pronounce his first name. 
Marshala Ali, I'm an asshole. You're such a racist. No, I do. I generally feel bad because I should know this stuff before we fucking record instead of being a douche and not looking it up. I, I'm, I... Mahershala Ali. I'm saying it wrong, and I I genuinely feel like a dickhead for saying it wrong. Bah. You're just a horrible person. Fuck you. He He's an Oscar winner. I mean, Jennifer Connelly's an Oscar winner, if memory serves. You had Ed Norton as the Nova guy who didn't have any words as himself. <laughs> um... So yeah, it it was there was it, clearly there was more stuff done. Michelle Rodriguez was in there. Was that her? Skelda and uh, Ed Screen, uh, Francis, uh, and uh, your boy Jeff Fahey. Repetus. So you got some peoples. Yeah, well, I mean, and you've got... You know, what I'm saying is you, you have names in the movie in major roles mm-hmm. that don't do a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. So, to me, that says that there's a lot more on the cutting room floor that maybe was part of this movie to begin with, but then they pulled it back, did those reshoots when they decided, well, we're going to do like the whole love story thing. Yeah, and that was just... It just seems like an odd painful. choice for... A movie like this. Mm-hmm. Well, there were parts of the movie where I felt like you had someone sitting there with, like, a template of, like, your standard, uh, your standard film uh, acts and was like, now we have to move here and here. And I will say here. that fight here. scene in the bar, I was definitely like, they were just looking at the script and were like, we need a fight scene here. So just throw in a fight scene. Mm-hmm. Let's just do that. I think that sounds good. Well, that that whole scene felt... Very shoehorned in. Yeah, I mean, the fight, fine, whatever. But, like, getting to the fight... Well, because she's talking of... She's giving this big speech about this brotherhood the of the hunter warriors. Speech. And I'm sitting there like, I I don't understand why she's doing this. Right. There was never any talk of them being a brotherhood or anything. And she's not, it's not coming across in a way that's she's like, I mean, she's kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudging Hugo, but not in a way that seems like she's like, oh, I know that this is, you know, I'm just fucking with him. I'm just trying to get him pissed. Because it's like, why would you try to get these people pissed? If you needed their help, mm-hmm. it just didn't. It didn't make any sense. There's like that doesn't make any sense. You've also got the Nova guy who's presumably can do whatever the fuck he wants, and it's like well, because he, he could like possess people, right? It's it's got to be like certain people. Well, I'm sure there's some sort of like cybernetic enha- enhancement that allows him to do that. Yeah. Because oh. I felt like they they may have mentioned that the the big robot dude I forget the name, but uh, had like some sort of a an implant so that he was able to watch. Mm-hmm. So I'm just assuming that maybe through the tech he was able uh, uh, to communicate and watch them. Mm-hmm. 
I would also say this. In an adaptation, it doesn't make sense. I mean, the image is kind of cool, and if that's the way that you wanted to go with it, you should have just stuck with that. They Hugo gets stabbed in the gut toward the end of the movie, and uh, Jennifer Connelly randomly appears to to assist Alita. They end up hooking his head up to her heart so that he will still live so they can get his head on a cybernetic body. Only for, like, two minutes later for him to die. Because he's trying to get up to the city. The city in the clouds. And it's just kind of like... We could have done that a different way. Well, like, I understand you want the cool visual with the head. I yeah. get that. I do understand that. However... There's a lot of decisions made in this movie that by ca- by characters that are not explained or not built up to properly and you're like wait why did you do that at all and then maybe they kind of try and explain it after the fact with a throwaway line mm-hmm. um like the whole thing in the bar um you left me no choice and it's like but how did you get there well and how did he leave you no choice right because all you're doing is pissing all of these people off it doesn't make sense she got the dog guy but then he didn't do anything else the rest of the movie no no not at all it it was it's just weird they like they didn't they didn't interconnect the pieces no it's a very it's a very choppy movie and like I said, I'm pretty sure that there is a better cut of it somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Because oh, you, you don't, they don't even really, because you've got the whole motorball thing, right? Or whatever the hell it was called. Motorball. Motorball. Um, and, but they don't really explain why motorball is so important. Well, you have the offhand, if you become the final champion, you, you get, get to go, to go up, up to the city. Right. And to me, the the story should have been adapted so that that was the whole focus. Because remember at the beginning where he Hugo takes her to Motorball and they go down in the pits and they kind of focus on that one guy for a second? And he's played by somebody. And he has lines, so you're like, oh, he's going to be important, and then he never shows up again? Yeah. I would have... I would have much preferred this movie to take... It, it may have... It may differ greatly from the source material. But that's... You're adapting you're it, adapting, so You're adapting, you can. I would have much preferred it that Christoph Waltz's character was actually scrapping people... Brought her back and was like, oh, wait... I can use her for this game and that that way you can focus on the game. See, I was going to say either like you have her be rebuilt, maybe he has that the the super enhanced body already for whatever reason. Like fuck the daughter story, who gives a shit? Like I get why they had that in there, but it was just like mm. 
But it's so weak. It's just kind of needless backstory, and I don't need it. You can vaguely allude to that. Whatever. But have him get, like, kidnapped or something, and then she has, she's forced to play in Motorball. What what we're both saying is the focus should have been on the Motorball stuff. Yes. Because there was a lot of potential there for, like, not only action, but that's kind of, that was the most interesting part of everything to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And you could still do the fuckery with, you know, uh, with Hugo being like, oh, well, if, yeah, if you get me enough credits, I can get you up there. If you do me enough favors, I can get you up there and just have it be like, yeah, nah. Like, what did he say at the end? The only way for you to get up there is in, like, pieces, in, like, Akira jars. So, I mean, that was kind of interesting, too. But did it really read to everybody that that was Jennifer Connelly in those in those jars? Because it was such a throwaway. It was. It was just like, oh. Okay. Well, and why would he show her that? Wouldn't right. that just further piss him off piss her off? But does she have any, does she give a fuck about Jennifer Connolly? Who knows? It it's making sense. Yeah, it just I, I don't know. I mean maybe because Jennifer Connolly ended up helping her with Hugo, but that that was weird too, because it was just like, why does Jennifer Connolly care? They they should have cut a lot and expanded on other things. Yes, yes. But again, as I said earlier, I wasn't mad that we saw it. No, not at all. I think there's a lot of potential, but what I worry about a sequel is I want to see more of the motorball stuff, and if they do make a sequel, it seems like they'd be just jumping to her going to, to the city above. I forget the name of it, but... Bullshit floaty planet. Sure. Works for me. Um, and I never finished the manga. I don't think all the volumes were out when I was uh, mm-hmm. when I was reading it. I would be interested to go back and reread because I do remember them being really good. But, but right, like, what? so you know they never plan these things as a, a one and two. There's at least two more movies in their heads. Yeah. Um, at least. So... Sorry, I got wistful there for something else. Sorry. I'm I'm present. I'm here. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh-huh. I am. I definitely am. Alita, Bethel Angel. <laughs> Alita. Um Yeah, I am just trying to think, you know, what what the the next movie is. And it's kind of hard to picture. Yeah. You know, because you, you kind of, you did too much with the first movie. You did it poorly. Um, and now the next movie, because you had to assume that once she finally gets up there, her goal is going to be just to fuck it up. If she's well, following. Well, find the Nova guy. Yeah. Right. So, I don't, it's bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. It just, yeah. Like I said, I'm not mad we went. I, I wasn't pissed walking out of the theater because I didn't really have a ton of expectations for mm-hmm. it. So. Well, I do think both of us thought this movie was going to be complete dog shit from everything we had yes. seen. No, definitely. Well, because we had been, from the first time you saw the trailer, it was like, oh, cool, that's finally coming out. I knew James Cameron got the rights, like, 
fucking eons ago. So cool, something's finally coming of it. And then seeing it keep getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And, pu- and then finally, like, yeah, just dump it in February. It was like, oh, okay. I right. say no more. That's that's all you need to say, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was more we wanted an episode for the show than... Any interest in that True desire it. to go see it, right? Right. So, but... Alita. So... Alita. Can we talk about the nurse? Who I don't think spoke... Like, at all, right? <laughs> like, I was thinking about it, and I remember seeing it, like, oh, okay, cool, you know, the nurse lady, awesome. I don't think she has any lines. She might say something, like, right as she comes down the stairs when she first wakes up, and then I don't think she talks for the rest of the movie. She's, she does say something about how if you keep accepting payment and fruit, you won't be able to... She does. That's true. She talks at the beginning of the movie, then she doesn't talk for the rest of it. Yeah. So it is kind of like, why is she? Why? Why is this character? But in this she's movie? there to cheer on Alita. Alita. It's just such a weird movie. It is. It's it's it is weird. So where does it rank on your hot dog scale, Bob? I think this one falls squarely in the uh, the Seven Eleven hot dog, with all of the toppings they have available doesn't sound appealing at all i usually just put like <laughs> I, I i always put one pickle on it but then i usually stick another pickle on the other side of the bun because mm. i just like pickles you want that extra pickle action yeah you need a pickle for a nickel maybe put the cheese whiz on it. some ketchup <laughs> mustard where's joe i need the cough celery salt relish <laughs> Oh, now you're thinking about the Red Hot Ranch relish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Noise. Did you hear the? Did you hear the lady next to me like moaning in the middle of the movie? Uh, I heard some like commentary from her. I didn't hear any moaning. I was like, "What? What? what what's going on?" See, we got real used to just watching the movies at the house, and then we went back out, and it's like, "Oh, there are people here." <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's why we don't do this that much anymore. <laughs> you know what we gotta do? We gotta go to like the Saturday morning, like the first show. Um Which you will never be awake for. Saturday morning? Yeah. Saturdays have mornings? That's that's funny. It's cute. Or go to like an off night, you know, because Tuesday I, I appreciate the five dollar movie night. But if it's gonna be that crowded every time yeah, I was surprised how crowded it was. Yeah, me too. Especially because it seemed like... <laughs> Talk about for a moment. Uh, if if someone from Marcus Theaters is uh, listening, can you go to Auditorium 5 and properly number the seats in row A? Somebody, like some idiot was in there and fucked up with that. Then fucked with the shit. That's what happened there. <laughs> because those numbers were all over the place and it was just like... Uh... And people are looking at us like we're fucking with the seats, and we're like, like just sit, th- just, 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 just sit, sit down. down, just sit down. Who gives a fuck? They're they're all shitty seats. We're like one row back from the screen. It all sucks. Just recline and shut yeah, the fuck up. Yeah, no, we, we got to keep that in mind. Uh, never take those front rows, ever. <laughs> no. They were pretty bad. It was fine. Well, I reclined all the way. You what? weren't reclined at all. 
I, I don't like reclining. It helped with that, though. Uh, but Like, when you're up, yeah. it's fine to be sitting straight up. But when you're down there, you almost have to. Or else you're like craning your neck and it's just, it's bad. It's a bad scene. Well, for me, it's, it's, it's the, the, dis, the way it tilts the picture. And I mean, whether you're. No, you, I mean, that sucks too, but I'm just saying at least you're not, it's that yeah, it's more of a neck thing for me. But it, I, I mean, I didn't think it was too bad because it was a small enough screen. Fair. Um, Fair so, but. So I don't know that I would recommend people go see this in the theater. This is more of a, we don't have anything to do. Hey, remember this this movie that never came out? Oh, hey, look, it's on Netflix. Yeah. I don't know that I would advise anyone to explicitly spend money on it. Yeah, and I wouldn't necessarily seek it out. I, I, there wasn't anything in it that I was like, oh, you, you, you got to see that. You know, it was just kind of, no. eh. Well, it's, we- it's a shoulder shrug. Yeah, I mean, because uh, one, everything is CG, so there's no like, oh wow, you got to see that from that for visually. None of the acting is that good. No. Um, Christoph Waltz is probably the best part of it. He's kind of sleepwalking. A he little is bit, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's like that's not even right. You know, this you're is, sitting there and you're like, like I was just like, oh, I gotta watch Inglorious Bastards again, because he's great in that. He's great in Django. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just couldn't we... help kill him. <laughs> Django was another one of those movies that we went to, and a father had his like three year old with him, and we were like, "Are you not aware of what a Quentin Tarantino is movie is?" No, but you know what. I'm I'm gonna get up on my soapbox here oh, for a minute. It's happening. Um, I think the reason that happens is because the movie rating system in this country is so fucking stupid. So people don't pay attention to it. You don't know. You can't. You don't know if a if a PG-13 movie or an R movie that doesn't tell you that much. You know, and t- things that things that I mean, you should. I will say you should know. Not to take your like six year old kid to a Quentin Tarantino movie. That that's what more offends me. Yeah, I mean the rating system. I will agree with you is complete bullshit. All PG thirteen means is there's going to be all of the violence in the universe, no blood, and they'll say fuck once. Yeah, um, and so like I like that that idiot at Django, whatever. But I think in general though, it's hard for parents to know, like what they find what would be acceptable and it's it's hard to it's hard to do it without actually going and seeing it for yourself i would say full stop though you shouldn't be bringing a six-year-old to a rated r movie well yeah if like if it's you're at your house you do whatever you want whatever man but don't bring a six-year-old do it to the theater to no see the but r even movie. pg-13 movies like this which I, we're assuming is PG thirteen. I'm pretty sure it's PG thirteen. You know, I wouldn't be bringing younger kids to this. It's kind of a fucked up movie. No, you got some decapitations and shit too, and just stuff that I, I don't think children need to see. Children that young, need yeah. To see. And it's just so, but the the rating system is fucked up. Um, 
but parents don't have time to really vet out movies the way they should. Well, um, I also say this so as someone they, without children. Don't bring your children to a movie theater. Just I and I know that that's probably an insensitive thing to say, but if your kids, I, I, I will say, if your kids are not well-behaved enough to keep their mouths shut for well, the two-hour runtime. And there's there's adults who aren't able to keep their mouths yes. shut for a two-hour runtime. Yeah, so it's not an indictment of, of anybody. If you're one of those adults who can't keep your mouth shut for right, two stay hours, stay the fuck out of the theater. The, get, get, it's not fair to expect a kid to sit through a movie like this that's like two hours long and have it hold their attention. Because it's just not going to. No. Disney movie, sure, fine. But not something like this. No. And you know what? It's PG-13, not PG-6. So it's, it, I, I get... Um, this is us just being old and cranky and ranting. Well, nah, yeah, I mean, to a, to a certain extent. But That's I, the charm, though, isn't it? Isn't that why you come to after the movie? I, I do think, though, that there is kind of an attitude um, lately of... Um, you know that people with kids, um, places should be more accepting of you bringing your kids. And I would argue some places, yes. Some places, yes. Uh, the movie theater for a, a PG thirteen, you know, a hard PG thirteen movie or a hard R movie in the middle of the week for like a five year old. No. No. As we were walking out of the movie theater, it was what, like 9.30 at night, I saw two people walking in with like a four-year-old. What are you doing? What are we doing, guys? You just don't get to go to the movie. No, it sucks. It does suck. I'm not saying it doesn't, but that's just, them's the breaks. Yeah. You catch it when it comes out on Netflix or Redbox. Also, don't bring your kids to bars. It's a whole other conversation. Why is that okay? It's not okay. It doesn't bother me. Whatever. I mean, I, just so you know, listeners, if you bring your kid to a bar, I'm probably going to curse more in front of them just because you did that. I have a feeling if somebody's bringing their child to a bar, they don't really give a shit about the cursing. But, but there are people that do. They'll be like, oh, uh, excuse me. Have, have you ever been asked to curb your cursing at a bar because of a, a No one's ever asked, human? but I, 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 you, you get weird looks. And it's like, just I, I don't... I don't want kids here. I really don't. Or dogs. I don't want dogs in a bar. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please go to the... Uh, if you if you appreciate this uh, old white person ranting and raving and just carrying on, we have plenty of that over at uh, Team Puma Knife with our battery of other podcasts. Uh, we have Subtle Interference. We have uh, uh, Improvised Weapons. Oof, I wrote that, and coming back in a few weeks, Beyond the Red Waste, when the new Game of Thrones season starts up. And, of course, the back catalog of After the Movie. Uh, please go check that out. We've got a lot of good stuff on the site. Uh, rate and review if you've got a minute. We really appreciate it. And uh, what what do we got uh, coming up next, Bob? We're, we're charging into more, like, April starts with, like, stuff. Shit oh. starts coming out. We've got Hellboy coming out. We've got Shazam. Yep. Uh, we've got a couple other things we want to catch up on. Endgame comes out at the end of April. Yeah. Uh, we we got to 
There's a lot coming out. There's a, there's a Marvel conversation that's going to happen at some point as well. May is stacked as fuck. Yep. Oh, I can't wait for May. I'm looking forward to May. May is going to be a treat. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to actually have to look at the calendar and plan it out because there's some stuff I, I've been wanting to do that we might just have to put off for a little while because we have enough new releases that we actually want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I do want to see Shazam. I'm genuinely, intri- genuinely intrigued by it. Well, you know, DC, DC's been doing okay. Aquaman was, was fine. I had a good time with Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Let's see what they do with the lesser known character. Mm-hmm. Be interested to see how they take it. Well, and I think, you know, the the comic movies lately have been doing well with the lesser known characters in general. Well, as long as you have a good story to tell, that's all mm-hmm. that matters. And we do want to try and start getting to movies that aren't comic book movies as well. Though I think that opens up a little bit more as the summer starts. So it'll be more popcorn-y bullshit. And then I have to find a really bad movie to take you to this summer. Yeah, you don't. Yes, I do. I, don't. I, I can't even, like, there, there's there got to be one that's coming out that's going to be absolutely god-awful. I can't think of... Well, let me put it this way. I can't think of one that you would have enough, like, Something that would, that would fall into that, right. I think it looks hilarious, and you're just like, I, I beg for death. Yeah. So. I can't think of anything. Well, we'll find guess one. We, guess we... We'll find one. Oh, I will find one. Don't you worry. Nothing. Did you... Speaking of... Yes. One last thing before we... I keep trying to take us home. Before we close this down <laughs> is... So, Bumblebee did really... Or did okay. We have to watch that still, too. Bumblebee did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, people who saw it uh, evidently really liked it. I heard nothing but good things. Um... So, of course, the sequel's in the works. Of course. Um, And uh, when they were talking about that, uh, one, there's probably going to be another Bay, a sequel to King Arthur Transformers. But there will be the sequel to Bumblebee. um, and, And what they want to do with that sequel is to make it more like the Bay movies. Did they really say that? In almost as few words. That's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. It's because people didn't go see Bumblebee in the numbers they wanted. That really sucks. That's unfortunate. Because everything I heard about Bumblebee was that it was good. But then it's kind of like... Because now you're fucked. It's such a whirlpool of fuck, right? Because it's like... The Bay movies had diminishing returns, like everything does once you get to, like, movie fucking five. So they finally make a good movie that everybody's like, yeah, but these other ones, nah, I think I'm, I'm tapping out. But it's actually good and no one goes see it and, to see it, so they're like, oh, maybe we should just go back to the way things used to be. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, have a lovely evening and we will talk to you next time. Bye.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>